Blog Talk Radio. I'm picking up her vibration. She's giving me excitation. I'm picking up Vibrations with Sarah, and I hope everybody's having some great vibrations out there today. A quick blurb on my own work for all the past show articles and to see my workshop on true colors and the view of life, please do visit my site, choosepositiveliving.com. ChoosePositiveLiving.com, and if you've got a great article on any of the topics that I have ever had, uh, you know, to do with love, self-love, to do with uh, inner soul awareness, uh, spirituality, or anything that is liberating for people, please do send me the article, and I'll be glad to post it on my site. So today we're going to be talking about self-romancing, discovering the inner sensuality, and that's with Sherry Nichols. Remember, we had her in December with a very, very hot topic of sexual enterprises for Christmas gifts. You know, if we eliminate uh, romantic assumptions and tune into loving ourselves, then someone very special may come about to love you in that light. We're not all defined by society's expectations, but by the definition of our inner self-love, for that is where the true love lies. Posturing what is deemed to be sexy or sensual has long, long lost its romance, and the emphasis is on sex, being popular, trying to fill some somebody's image or expectation. You know, getting it on. And a woman needs romance. We need to embrace our femininity, our inner sensuality. Sherry and I today are going to talk to you on the journey in truly embracing the woman within and show you that if you want to attract a new love or rekindle a new uh, true love, it all starts with the inner central goddess that wishes to be awoken within you. Good sex starts with loving yourself, tapping into that sensuality. I have just finished Sherry's book, Sexy, Sparkling After 40, Living in Your True Radiance, Awakening in Your Divine Femininity, Embracing the Divine Woman Abundantly. This book is such an easy book to read. It is so flowing, and you know what? We relate to her. Every single one of us has had a journey that has been similar, and we can relate to this journey. And with the ways that she's survived it, the attitude that she's taken to it, and the points that she's come across to help and enable us to move forward, I highly recommend that you get this book and follow it. It's such an easy read, and it's funny, and it's enlightening, and it's just very poignant. I highly recommend also her meditation CD because it also helps you get into that mindset, let things go that you just don't need. Sherry is an award-winning author, hence her book, a motivational speaker and a relationships coach and empowerment coach. She's known as the sparkling mojo specialist and she's an expert in helping women balance their masculine and feminine energies as well as overcoming those negative patterns that keep them stuck. With their transformational tools, her business Unleash Your Inner Sparkle teaches women how to increase confidence, joy and sensuality while embracing their feminine playful spirit. She discovered her calling when her own life came to a screaming halt 
And at that realization, she had lived a Mr. Me life, you know? That yang personality, when we need to take charge, take hold of the reins, get control of life, and all of a sudden we're finding we're wearing the pants. And where did our femininity go? I'm a very confident yang woman. And it is very difficult. And this is the yin year, guys. The year of the snake is the yin year. And I'm having to embrace that yin, that softer side of me, taking things more slowly, being a little more tranquil, and tapping into my feminist. Because I'll be the first one to say that uh, it is something that I can let go of sometimes, and especially when you're doggy walking. She has a wonderful step of her book. And it's, her teachings will help you rediscover your mojo and become that central, sparkling woman again. Now remember, love of self invites the love of your life. So I'm delighted to have Sherry back on my show again. She's a blast with a joy for living deep in her heart. How are you, love? I am wonderful, Sarah. How are you? It's so wonderful to be back again, and thank you so much for that lovely introduction. Oh, welcome. It's lovely having you. You have that sparkle, and it exudes over the line. So sparkle away, my dear. Sparkle away. What does Valentine's Day mean to you? Oh, gosh. You know, Valentine's Day is a day to embrace love in all of its different aspects. And what makes me, what I really want your listeners and what I really want women to know and to get is that it's not just for couples. It's about love, period. Mm-hmm. It's, and and it's about embracing your love of self it's about you know really allowing that to flow from you and giving it then to other people whoever it is it doesn't have to be you know a significant other it's just having the gift of love and giving it and understanding that that is really what life is about and that's where your bliss comes from your total yes, bliss yes we all the little bliss don't we a little absolutely now, you know, the thing that you hit on in the book that was really, in a, and, and something resonated me, with me so much, and I'm sure it does with so many women. You know, um, we're in our feminine essence and we meet the love of our life, we get married, we have kids, and all of a sudden we're up to eyeballs and diapers and bottles and everything else. And then it's, you know, um, off to uh, hockey or whatever other sport, baseball, basketball. And, you know, all of a sudden, we as women get put on the back burner. And it is so hard to stay in that, you know, the maintenance of femininity. And, of course, you know, as you mentioned in your own book, all of a sudden you looked in the mirror and you were saying, where was that feminine woman? And you realized she'd gone because she'd taken charge. And I love your bits to me. You know, take charge <laughs> of everything and then forget the woman that's inside mm-hmm. of you, the woman that knows how to live life and love and, and exude exuberance. And we do lose that. And I am very much at fault for that myself. And I do love being in my femininity. I do love living in that sensuality of life because we taste and we see and we do things so much more you know, articulately than we do than just selling ourselves short. So please mm-hmm. elaborate a little bit more on that loss of femininity and how we can bring that back to find that self-love. Well, you know, people lose the femininity um, for so many reasons. You know, as as I talk about in my book, there's so many, you just 
named quite a few things. You know, when you become a mom, um, you're you're in charge. You know, we we take a job and we want to we want to perform and we want to do well and we want to really our only um, people that we know how to emulate are men, basically. So we we take you know we kind of broaden our shoulders and we just kind of step up to the plate and we give it you know um, kind of a kind of an aggressive um, uh, efforting rather than you know realizing that. There is a time and a place for masculine and feminine energy, and, and everybody has both. And so, you know, what happens to us is we get into that mode from the minute you get up in the morning, the minute your feet touch the ground, you've got your list a mile long, you're running, 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 and you are in charge, and you forget to breathe. You know, really, it's just yeah. as simple as that. It's really just as simple as that. And so then by the end of the day, you are so exhausted because you have been out of sorts, you know. You've been out of sorts because the the feminine, you know, female body is not meant to be in that state all day long. It's exhausting. And you kind of know that you've been out of alignment because you feel kind of out of alignment. You feel cranky. You feel tired. You feel, you know, um, just absolutely pooped. And so I think the thing that women really need to understand is that everybody has a masculine and a feminine. And you can't always be in your feminine because you'd get nothing done. But when you're always in your masculine, you're abandoning your true essence. So you need to balance it. You need to balance it. And it doesn't take a whole lot, you know. And I'm going to um, take you through a little little um, exercise a little bit later in the call to, to help women start their day in a feminine foundation. You know, and there's, there's this show that's on TV that I love, and I love it for a particular reason. It's what not to wear. And it's not so, so much about, you know, the, the clothing aspect of it. It's what clothing does to us. And you take people that have become drab, they've sold themselves short, you know, basically they've lost that essence. And then just by discovering what, how clothes make them feel, getting their mm-hmm. makeup done, their hair recut, all of a sudden you see the posture change. And you see them kind of embrace, the hips start moving, and there's an ownership of being a woman again. And, you know, mm-hmm. we, we're always inclined to put everything else first and forget about ourselves. And we have to remember that that investment is ourselves, you know, mm-hmm. is who we are to the rest of the world and what we're telling them. And sacrificing ourselves is counterproductive. Absolutely. And the other thing, Sarah, is that's that's the beginning of it, and that kind of helps you remember but when you really connect to your sensuality at an internal level, you know, that's mm-hmm. when you start to really feel that essence spreading. Because really, like the true definition of, you know, I come, I think of femininity, I think of softness, right? What do you think of, you know, what words kind of dis- define it for you? Central, actually. Other than softness. So Sensual, um, right? Yeah. In the sense that you're tuned into your senses and all of those yes. senses to get perform a sensuality of, of a literal tactile taste, vision, and touch of life. You exactly. Feel so much more. Exactly. And that's why I think, you know, I just, I was interested in what sensuality actually means because I think a lot of people confuse it with sex. Yes. And so I just want to wanted to give a little definition of sensuality and that is that it's giving pleasure to the body and the senses rather than the mind and to be sensual is to be aware of appreciate the natural ecstasy that can be found in the sensuous 
compassionate world of feeling. Mm-hmm. And it's all about that. And there, there's a, um, a wonderful book um, by Jacqueline Lapa Sussman um, called Images of Desire, A Return to Natural Sensuality. And in it, she talks about how sensuality is the inner warmth that radiates from some people and makes them objects of desire. She says that sensuality is not the sex appeal generated right. by the contemporary social icons of a hot body. That, mm-hmm. That's outer, artificial. It's an outer image. That sensuality is a deeper, long-lasting, and richer essence that appeals to the opposite sex, a warm spirit that we carry within. Isn't that beautiful? Absolutely beautiful. And And something I think that... You know, you also have to look at society today where um, uh, we're not given permission to be mm-hmm. sensual because we don't want to be overtly sexual because the male predator. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and it's so sad that women are suppressing that femininity and that sensuality for the fear of being misjudged. And yes. it's a come on. And, you know, that is, it's a fine line, isn't it? It's a fine line to walk in that sensuality of life uh, without somebody looking at it and just thinking it's a sexual invitation. Right. And, and it also, a lot of women feel guilty about having desires or mm-hmm. ashamed that they have desires. And that's another societal thing because, you know, they're saying, well, taking time for you, indulging in pleasure, um, that's, a, you know, that's selfish. And, and so they, they disengage from from pleasure, thinking yes. that it's it's wrong for them to want to have pleasure, which I'm is a firm oh my gosh, the, yeah I know you, you have to place importance upon yourself before you can give importance to anyone else. If you're empty, you're serving no one. So you know we Absolutely. have to give ourselves that love and the, and you know I think there's a huge word here uh, that really kind of defines a lot of it: permission. Mm-hmm. Permission. permission. Yes. Yes. You're yeah, absolutely to love right. Oneself, to place value upon oneself, to, to be important in one's own life. But you know, how mm-hmm. many women do you see it? And we see it on the, you know, on these um, uh, bachelor pad shows. How many women? It's I just want to be loved. I just want to get married. And it's like, if you can't love yourself, how does someone else know how to love you? They're going yeah. to love you in the that you love yourself and just be, just love me, love me, love me because I'm desperate. You know, that's not the way it goes, folks. If you want a true relationship, show them how to love you by loving yourself. That's exactly exactly it, Sarah. You hit it on the nail. I mean, couldn't have said it better myself. It's all about self-love. And truly, the most attractive women are the ones who value and love life and themselves first. You know, they have this kind of, like they... They exude that feeling that they are desirable. Men see them that they've got that. And Mm. the problem is, is when women place value on the man first rather than themselves, then, you know, where they think that man is the more the desirable one, and and this is where they lose their appeal. You know, for, you know, the woman really has to know that she is a temple. At which a man comes to worship. I mean, that is that is an old saying, but I it like is that. so true. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> Come and worship me in my temple. <laughs> That's right. You know, and she doesn't even have to, when she's in her sensual, you know, feminine essence, she doesn't even have to say anything. She just like catnip when she actually owns it. Yes. Exudes it. 
absolutely. Mm-hmm. And uh, the, you know, the cup runneth over. And uh, I mean, really, when we think about it, the man was designed as the hunter. So if you're out there exposing everything and being such easy prey, uh, you know, you're, you, he hasn't even got the sense of, quote, the kill, of the hunt, you know, because you're just mm-hmm. too easy. And you're showing somebody that you don't have any respect for yourself. Now, if you're out right. there, you're, you're in that ownership of self and you're standing in that love and value of you and, and your commitment to self, that will exude out there and it will certainly attract the man to you because they want to love somebody that has love and value of self and that's confident within self mm-hmm. because then they mm-hmm. just strong to love them and not needy. Absolutely. And men are attracted to women who are at peace in their skin. Mm. You know, women yeah. who who really exude that sensuality, and it has so much to do with attitude. And, and the interesting thing is, is that uh, men can feel if you truly have pleasure within yourself, like if you enjoy yourself. If you, you know, not you're not playing a game like I'm sexy and you can't have me. You're you are truly feeling good about who you are. You enjoy yourself. You know, it's and you know you are kind of like reveling in your own yeah. sensuality. When a man sees that, it's so attractive to him because he knows that, you know, if you can take pleasure in yourself, that you can take pleasure in him, and it's, you know, he'll come closer with that. He won't and feel like he'll be rejected. Sexual, yeah, and the whole sexual experience changes, doesn't it? You're no longer fornicating. Mm-hmm. You are truly and utterly making love because you're connecting. Mm-hmm. You know, you're you're vibrating yeah. on the same level and you're connecting. Um one of the things I want you to address is, you know, um, I know you've got a little uh, thing for us here, but when a woman is out there on Valentine's Day, I, I suggest mm-hmm. that a bunch of women get together if they haven't got partners, dress up, you know, uh, as if they were wooing themselves and go out and have a wonderful evening and just celebrate the love of each other. Um, but should it be attracted to a man on this Valentine's Day, have you got any tips for women? I mean, other than the, being the confidence and love within themselves. Because it is the love day, you know, the do's and the don'ts. <laughs> oh, tips for what not to do for sure and tips what to do as well. Um, I think three things that, and I, by the way, I think that's a fabulous idea, Sarah. I think that women definitely need to, um, you know, unite and support each other and, and revel in each other, you know. Mm-hmm. And the things that I would recommend, three things I would recommend that they don't do, three tips would be that they don't set themselves up for disappointment, you know. Um, whether you're single or married, you know, don't look to other people to 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 make you feel loved, you know, to make you feel um, special. You know, really know from within that that you are, you know, you have the power to do that for yourself by pushing back. You know, so many women feel like if they don't have anybody on Valentine's Day that they're a loser or that, you know, they're old or that they're undesirable or unattractive. Don't do that. You know, don't. That's one of the most loving things you can do is to push back on those thoughts. Push yes. back on them. They don't serve you at all, at all. No. So, and the other thing is don't dwell in the past. You know, if you if there's been somebody in your life before, don't look back. Just enjoy today. Really um feel the blessings of the day. Have gratitude for for the people in your life. Have gratitude for yourself. You know, mm-hmm. it's really to to truly love yourself is to to really honor every part of you, every part of you, and to to enjoy the blessings of that, and be present. Right? I mean, 
Yes, that's why I say don't dwell on the past. Be present so that you can connect. You you know, you may miss out on an opportunity because you're dwelling in the past. Exactly. Um, you know, you really want to stay open. You want to have fun, playfulness, you know, really um, knowing that playfulness, this has been a study was done, Dr. Beeman at uh, Northwest University says it's it's when you're playful, solutions are easier to come by. So there, yeah. when you're playful, you don't live in the past. You don't look in, live in the future. You're in the present, and that's where you connect, and that's what women want. So stay in the present and just can you know improve your relationship with yourself. You know, notice your thoughts and feelings, push back on the bad ones, and replace them with with other ones. And one thing that I think is is fabulous for for a woman to do is to write herself a love letter. You know, oh, I love she that. Can, you know, and she can she can she can put it on a bed of roses. You know, she can write mm-hmm. it to herself if she wants somebody in her life. She can write it as though the man has written it to her, or she can write it to herself, just loving herself. Either way, and that's, but honoring and that's who she is. Just know what you want, right? You know, we exactly. go to speak to what you want. Uh, if you're doing that for yourself and you're honoring yourself and you and you're showing that love to yourself, well, the universe picks up that vibration. And this is the way that she wishes to be loved. Let me match that vibration with somebody else who's in that, who will honor that vibration. Absolutely. That's so, such a perfect thing to point out. Absolutely. So you said you had a, a little something for us, but we've got, I think, about oh, yeah. uh, seven minutes left. So, Okay. Um, yeah. Um, this is, I think this is a, a wonderful um, exercise for uh, for you ladies out there to start your day with. You can do it any time of day, but I always suggest the beginning of the day before you get out of bed because, as I said, you know, you're pretty much in man mode as soon as you get out of bed, you know. And so start your day with a feminine foundation. It just takes a couple of minutes, something that I was introduced to through Tarni Falloon, who is a mind-body expert. And I um, would just say to, right now to just start sitting, you know, if you're in a space where you can close your eyes, then I invite you to do that if it's safe for you to do that. And you want to just sit or lay down and you want to close your eyes. And you do this um, with us, Sarah. I mm-hmm. think it will be interesting. And go ahead and I just invite you to start breathing in. You know, just breathing in and out and taking that breath all the way down into your hips. And just feeling your body relaxing. Just the body loves to be comfortable. And just moving that breath all the way down into the feminine heart center in your pelvis and uterus. Breathing down. Just feeling those cells starting to wake up. And you don't even have to know where the uterus is. Just Know that you're breathing down into it. Just know in your mind that that breath is going right into it. Breathing into that area. You might just find yourself starting to now move a little bit. So you're starting to move your hips. And you want to do this very organically. So you're going to move your hips either in a clockwise fashion, rolling them kind of around, or in a counterclockwise fashion, or front to back. Whatever feels right is perfect. And you're just connecting to this part of your body as you continue 
to take very deep breaths down into your pelvis, just knowing that the pelvis holds your power and your strength and your divine connection. It's the entrance of wisdom and of your true, authentic self. Just rolling those hips around, just really connecting with your breath into your pelvis. It's important for it to feel right, so just continuing. You might want to change up your movement. It's all good. Just letting your body express without any judgment. And just letting that breath breathe the pelvis. Turning down the volume of the mind and turning up the volume of the body and the feminine center. Just feeling and sensing and allowing that breath into the feminine center. And now just paying attention to this area, just seeing if it has a word or an image that wants to come forward or a sensation, seeing if it wants to talk to you, giving you a message. And just breathing a few more times, just listening and letting your hips wake up just moving them around. And now just coming back into your state of being, presencing yourself, opening your eyes. And just tell me, Sarah, how how that felt for you and if anything came up for you. I'll use you in well, the word, example. The, the word that came up for me was freedom. Mm. And this is uh, something that I kind of do a little bit at night myself, actually, is where I lie there at night and I go into a dream state and everything I ever want in life, including someone making love to me passionately and loving me abundantly, happens there. And that is my invitation to the universe to bring me such a person. Um, so it is Beautiful. much the same as, uh, as that meditative state and it is a wonderful place to be. And so, yeah, it was wonderful. Thank you very much. I hope everybody tried that at home and certainly do it when you wake up or even going to sleep at night. A wonderful place to set your mind up. Uh, We're running out of time here, darling. So would you please give uh, everybody how they can get hold of you? Oh, absolutely, yes. Um, You can go to my website, which is sexyandsparkling.com. And um, I would like to invite um, the first three people. I wanted to make a special offer to you. The first three people who email me at sherry at sexyandsparkling.com, I would love to give you my CD, which has tuning forks, which is the combined version of what we just did with the tuning forks, which will allow you to um, connect on an even deeper level internally into your feminine and my book is can be found there as well as a free report on five inner sparkle secrets so i uh, look forward to having you visit it there's uh, there's lots of information in the blog posts and um, a lot of uh, great tips and tools on that site 
And I highly recommend the book and the CD, folks. You know, she takes us through this meditation and the CD, but most certainly the book as well. As I said, it's so easy to read because it's such a flow and there's so much fun in it. And it really will just kind of wake you up and go, ha, huh, yeah, of course, I know what she's talking about. <laughs> and the tips that, you know, to get back on track. So I highly recommend the book. And, uh, you know, and apparently on uh, Valentine's Day, there, it is a universal get up and dance for love day. I'm afraid I don't have any other information on that on um, what link it is but it is anywhere you are in the world at some point in the point in the day music in your head music in your heart music in the universe just get up and dance for love and let everybody know how you feel about life and the only way you're going to let them know about it is to express it so get up and boogie shake those hips and show people the love that's in your heart and in your spirit. I thank you so much for coming on again, Sherry. I always enjoy you on my show. Uh, you're mindful of, uh, of wonderful information, and uh, just everything about you just flows. So it's wonderful to have you here. Thank you so much for having me. Really loved it, Sarah. And uh, love to everybody. May love rule the world. Yes. Thank you, everyone. Happy Valentine's Day. And you too, love. <laughs> God bless. Bye-bye. Well, I hope everybody is going to celebrate love uh, on uh, Valentine's Day, whether it be with somebody you love or whether it is uh, just on your own. I'm going to be with my pooch, and we're going to show that love. Next week, I will be unraveling your dreams, the daydreams and the night dreams, with Vivek Carlson. And we're going to find out what those dreams are telling you, uh, the interpretation of dreams both day and night. And this is going to be quite intriguing. Um, It will be pre-recorded, so I won't be accepting calls. But if you have any questions you want to ask of uh, what dreams mean, please do write me, positiveliving@outlook.com positive living at outlook.com if you have any questions about dreams that you wish to have interpreted uh, please get that to me in the next few days i wish everybody a wonderful valentine's day don't forget to get up and dance to sing to embrace somebody you love it's not all about just couples it's about everyone in the world loving each other go out and hug someone give them a kiss give them a smile give them a song give them a dance and just simply enjoy life okay folks love to you all And may it be a joyous week. God bless everyone. Bye-bye.